is nothing more inspiring than a woman being unapologetically herself. The answers are all in your heart. She's waiting, she's waiting, she's waiting for you to set her free. Welcome to BU Podcast. I'm Jill Herman and I am so glad you're here. I was broke, insecure, and craved approval. But with grit, hustle, and sacrifice, I still built a successful multi-million dollar business. 10 years in, burnout, I slowed down and looked inward. In that silence, I discovered that the same level of success could have come to me with much less effort and so much more joy. That's when I threw out the expectations of the world and chose to unbecome every single thing I thought I was supposed to be. And the real me was uncaged. It was far from easy. And in this podcast, I'll offer my entire journey as a roadmap so that if you're ready, you can finally be you. Hey, it's Jill. So if you are with us for the first time, I'm so happy someone sent you to be you podcast. You're not here by coincidence. And if you enjoy this podcast on any level, we'd so appreciate a rating and a review. Obviously, only if it feels aligned. And if you feel called to do that, and we want the review to be honest. So thank you ahead of time if you choose to do that for us. And if you're one of our regular listeners, I'm so happy you're back again. It's so funny. I've said this before on the show that if someone were to look at this show and put it through some sort of business formula, they would tell me to do the opposite of what I do, which is map out your content for the month. It's a very masculine approach. It's not a bad approach. It makes great sense. It works, but it doesn't work for me. I do this podcast the way I do my life. And the reason I'm telling you that is that that is the topic of this episode today about living truly in alignment, like truly being committed to that, what that looks like. It's going to be a foreign language to some of you. Some of you are just learning that language. Some of you feel quite proficient, maybe even close to fluency. Some of you have been living this way for a while. You're in the absolute small minority for sure though. So even if you're already living this way, I know you're going to like this conversation. And of course, as always, I would love your feedback. I'm going to read you something that I posted on Instagram. The first thing to point out is the why. What was the come from? We always want to look at the come from. My come from wasn't, oh, I need to post something on Instagram. I should post something on Instagram. People will like it if I post something on Instagram. I posted it because it came across my heart. And I thought, you know what? This is something that people will get something out of. This is something that wants to be shared. So... I have a, an Instagram account that's very small. It's like a business card for Be A Podcast. Be A Podcast is listened to by people all over the world. Tons and tons of downloads, et cetera, et cetera. And I have a little tiny Instagram account and that is okay with me. And on there, I made a post based on a reel that I saw, which was the singer Adele saying, essentially, I live in alignment. She was saying it with the, I don't, I don't do anything I don't want to do. I don't fucking do that. I'm not going to do that. If I don't want to do it, I don't do it. I'm not doing anything that I think I should do anymore that people tell me I should do anymore. I'm not that girl any fucking more. And it resonated so much with me. And I kind of laughed myself because I'm like, you know, how did it take me this long to get here? Like you guys, I wasn't there two weeks ago. 
I was on my way there. If you listen to Be You Podcast, I've been growing along with you and I've used my journey as a roadmap for you while telling you that I'm still on this crazy journey of inner work and self-development and self-love. And if you've been following along, you know that I've been getting really close to the title of this podcast, which is Being Me, right? It's not called Be Her, it's called Be You. And I've been that way in some aspects of my life for a long time. You know, I'm the one that will say things people won't say. I'm the one that doesn't care about ruffling feathers. I'm the one who will dress however the hell I want to dress, et cetera, et cetera. And yet so many parts of myself, as I said in an episode a few weeks ago, I edit, I mute, I suppress, I hide, I run from, I pretend don't exist, I downplay. Well, I saw that reel and it stirred something inside of me. And maybe this conversation today is going to stir something inside of you. The feeling I had was different from, oh, that's interesting. Oh yeah, that'd be great to say. I don't give a fuck. But I realized that it didn't inspire me to be that way. It was the confirmation from the universe that I am going in that direction. So it would take hours to tell you the background, but just shortly, I will tell you, briefly, I will tell you that as we're all, all of us are failing forward and just lifing along with life and moving forward and moving backwards and going through twists and turns and hitting up against walls, et cetera, constantly. I mean, that's just being a human. And some of us, which is those of you who listen to this show for sure, are doing it consciously, as consciously as possible. We're doing it as intentionally as possible. We aren't looking at perfection. We aren't looking at fixing ourselves. However, we're looking. We're looking at our actions, our patterns, what we're doing. We're focusing on what did that feel like? How did I show up in that situation? I wonder how my past has impacted this, et cetera. And so this reel that I saw with Adele wasn't an inspirational, Jill, go this direction. It was a reminder of where I've been going very much as of late, but yet obviously it took years to get to the as of late, right? There's no overnight success, as they say. It's someone who has worked for years for something and then suddenly people notice. Well, that's how the inner work works, right? We're always on that journey. And Many times we have to peel back so many layers to get to the point where we actually have the aha that's been coming for a long time. So back to what I was saying when I saw that reel, what I realized is, oh my gosh, this is the universe saying, we see you. This is my angels, my spirit guides. This is God saying, yes, you didn't see this for no reason. You didn't feel this for no reason. This is your mirror. This you. This is right where you are stepping into right now. Are you ready? And I said, yes. The background, as I said, would take a while to explain, but you know, we're always on this journey, but I've been doing a lot, like lately, a lot of shedding, a lot of introspection, a lot of looking at like, do I really want to keep holding on to this shit? I talk about healing and emptying the trash can, et cetera, but yet I've got a big pile of poo in my body that I'm not letting go. I know it's there. I have the awareness, thank goodness. I'm loving all parts of me. I'm not shaming myself for it, but it's guilt, specifically mom guilt, regret, regret about my past. I wish things could have been different, yada, yada, yada. You've heard me talk about it. We've done many episodes on it. This is what I was going to write my book about, which I've stopped writing at this point. And I did several things. You know, I've been 
praying and going on walks and talking to my angels and and getting guidance. And I had a two and a half hour session with Violet Spirit Healer. I have done several things to get to the point in this last week where it's almost like time sped up, right? You're like, you know, you're going on this journey. I've never run a marathon, but I can imagine you're on this long, arduous, just difficult journey. And it's just a long time. And then I'm assuming that in the very last like two or three minutes, it's almost like things speed up. Now, if you've run a marathon and you're saying to me, actually, Jill, it's the opposite. In the end, you're dying. and It's going slow. Maybe that's true. So maybe that's not a great analogy or metaphor, whatever it is. But for this example, I will tell you that I know for sure for me that time has sped up in my healing around this and in my stepping into alignment and my stepping into being myself so much so that it's a blur in the past, I guess, couple of weeks. I can't tell you. A month, two weeks, I don't know. But something's been happening in me, like really, really big, where I'm not just wanting to say I'm truly being myself. I really am. Like it's embodying. I can feel it. I can feel the pile of poop that I told you is in my body. You know, it's like the stinky sandwich you've heard me reference in the crevices of the basement of a house stinking up the whole house, but nobody knows where it is. And you got to go searching for it. I went searching for it a long time ago. I found it. And then I've been talking about it with you on this podcast for two and a half years. I've been doing some work to heal it, to get rid of it, to love it, all of that, to find out where it came from. But yet it's still there. Why am I telling you all of that? Because that piece I can tell is dislodged. And most of it has come out of me. It's hard for me to even say that. It's almost like it's been my identity. It's been my identity for so long and been the identity of many of these episodes, the focus of these episodes. And when I saw that reel by Adele, I was like, I think I'm there. I, I think I'm there. So I made a post on Instagram and this is what I wrote. Have you reached the point of giving zero fucks because you actually finally do give a fuck? about what truly matters and you give it from a place of safety, sovereignty, and love? I wish I had gotten here before today, before 51 years and seven months, but I had to go through every little bit of the last 51 years and seven months to even get to where I could understand that this was a foreign language to me, that this was a foreign language to then understand how to speak, comprehend, read, and write. I haven't yet hit the stage where I'm completely fluent and dreaming in this new language but I am so damn close. The vast difference between declaring that one gives zero Fs and the embodiment of it is immeasurable. The first comes from ego and the second comes from the soul. Giving zero Fs but without any charge, without the need to declare it, without hoping for approval or celebration for it, and feeling love and peace when we hear ourselves speak it, while knowing we will likely never say it out loud because we don't need to. That is the road to fluency. At the end of every podcast, I remind myself and everyone listening of three things. Breathe, love yourself, surrender. I now know the outcome of living that in the midst of storms and massacre, heartache and disappointment. It's this, this, this. What is this? Truly, truly, not just not giving Fs about what, quote, people think, whoever they is, 
It's so much deeper than that. It's about truly deciding to live an aligned life. It's about truly committing to, and you don't even have to commit to it anymore because you are that. So what happens is everything that does not align with your true self, your highest self, your soul, your dharma, your soul's purpose, who you really are, who God sees and created, love, truth, abundance, joy, vibrancy, clarity, decisiveness, fluency, flow. Everything but that dies off. Everything but that falls away. Everything but that doesn't even come near you. You can't even see it anymore. You can't hear it anymore. You don't have to say, I give zero Fs. You just embody someone who doesn't give any Fs. Do you see what I'm saying? You don't have to say it. Yes, I'm saying it to you. And if you're not there, there's no race. This is a journey. This is not a race. There's no competition here. But if you're not even close, I'm telling you, it's worth the fight. It's worth the fight to love yourself enough to get to that point. Not to pretend. It's not about posturing. It's trying to sound confident. Trying to pretend that you don't care. While you do. You can't say that while you're saying yes when you want to say no or saying no when you want to say yes. You can't say that you're living from that place when you're editing yourself and muting yourself and thinking about what the opinions are of others. But besides that, Deeper than that, you can't say that you're there and you're on that journey when you're still even allowing people in your life who just don't align with you and your real self and where you are. People who tear you down, but or people who need you to rescue them. People who have heavy, dense energy and you love them, but they're choosing to be victims. When you're really living from aligned place, you have love for them, but you don't feel like you need to walk hand in hand with them. You're willing to say no to opportunities, to jobs, to money, to propositions, to anything if it doesn't truly feel like a real yes deep within you, even when it makes sense to nobody else. I recently broke up with my personal trainer. He's a great guy. He is one of the most talented around. And I gave him no notice. I pulled into my driveway And I got out of my car to go into our garage to do the workout. And I'm like, nope, no, this hasn't been feeling good for a while. And I'm done. Our chapter is over. I'm turning the page and I'm doing it now. I didn't justify, defend, or explain. I didn't even apologize. I just told him that it was no longer aligned. I thanked him for his services. And I told him that our contract was ending right then. And when I did that, Just picture someone standing there and things just falling away from them. Almost think of like a snowman melting and everything is melting because what's at the core is the truth. So when you're left, when it's, when it's over with, there's no snowman left. The sticks and the coal and the carrot and the hat, whatever else was on there that can't melt, that's what you're left with. And that's truth. I had been saying to a couple people, You know, I really need to own the fact that I somehow put out this vibe with like the coaches that come on my show and other people on social media. I somehow put out this vibe that like I'm a great person to be a student of theirs, to promote what they're doing, but I'm not to be promoted, that I'm not to be on podcasts, that I'm not an expert in anything. 
I didn't shame anybody or blame anyone. I didn't step into victim. I said, I need to own that I'm creating this. How am I creating this? What, what, how am I putting out this signal? I'm somehow putting out a signal that people are picking up on that I have a great podcast, one of the top in the world, but the big but is I'm not someone to be a guest on a podcast. I'm not someone to really, you know, be looked at as an expert in anything other than podcasting. When I have a lot to offer and I do have a lot of training and I do have a lot of life experience and I have built a business, et cetera, et cetera. But why is that? It's because I hadn't gotten to the place I told you that I am now. I hadn't fully stepped into myself. I was still holding on to the victimhood and the fear and the not enoughness. And I was still holding on to the, just that programming that I can't fully be myself. I can mostly be myself. Because what if I'm fully myself? Well, then that's completely vulnerable. And we're always, you know, why are we fighting vulnerability? We're afraid to be vulnerable because we're afraid we're going to get hurt. Why are we afraid to get hurt? Because at the core of all of us is we just want to be loved. And I thought I fixed all that shit. I thought I cleared all that out. Clearly, I didn't. Because for whatever reason, all the stuff I've been doing for a few years sped up. And I saw some massive shift in me just in the past couple of weeks past couple of days even, where I'm like, oh my God, I think I'm, I think I'm there. I'm not there. I haven't arrived in an arrogant way that I don't need to keep, you know, tuning in and look, oh my God, you're kidding me? Tons of work to do. But as far as truly saying, you know, I, people tell me regularly, coaches, mentors of mine say, you know, what I love about you, Jill, is that you just have this knowing, like you just say no so clearly. You say yes very clearly and you don't say no or yes until you know the answer. That is true. I've been honoring my intuition for a few years now solidly, solidly. I'm so in tune with my intuition. I am so in tune with that. Nothing trumps my intuition, not the opinion of my own husband. Nothing will trump my own intuition. I only follow that. Even after I take wise counsel, advice, et cetera, I will always go into myself, which I believe is where God lives, in my heart, in my soul, and then I get the guidance, and that's my answer. However, even though I live that way, I realized I hadn't fully stepped into myself because of what your reality is a complete projection of your internal world. So if I'm really living that way, why are people only asking me to promote them, only asking me to be on my show? Why is it when I ask to be on other people's shows, I get this sort of wobble? Oh, yeah, let me kind of think about that. I think I might know somebody. And then they give me the name of somebody as like two listeners. Why is it? That's me. That's the vibe I've been putting out. So I looked at it. I'm like, what is keeping me from fully stepping in? And I'm like, oh, my God. Believe it or not, it's guilt and mom guilt. That has nothing to do with what we're talking about, but it does because it's a frequency. The frequency of regret and shame and wrongness and not enoughness and mistake and I shoulda, coulda, woulda, and I'm not doing a good job. That's low vibe. It's still in me. That piece of poo, that big pile of trash is still in me, was in me, was in me. What is yours? What is stuck in one of the crevices of the foundation of your internal home? Where's your stinky sandwich? And what's in that sandwich? Who made it? Where'd it come from? And are you ready to find it? And are you willing to get rid of it? It's not going to be fun. 
But my God, it's going to be worth it. It's going to be so worth it. I still get very dysregulated. I lose my temper. I get, you know, wounds come up. I feel abandoned. All that shit, that's actually never going to go away. It's how fast you come back to center. How quickly can you recalibrate? How quickly can you return to love? How quickly can you hear the voice of love? How quickly can you remind yourself of what love would say? So after breaking up with my trainer, the other thing I did was I kept putting the message out to people I trust. Why am I putting this vibe out? Why is this happening? I'm, I'm just now becoming aware of it. And I got some coaching and then I went internally and lo and behold, the universe answered. You knock, you will get a response. The response was, I got asked by two women I admire and love and treasure. I love their work. I admire their work so much. They have a very successful community and business. And they reached out to me. And the first thing I thought was, here we go. Even though they love me and I love them, they're going to ask me to promote them, to tell somebody about their course coming up or something. They asked me to be one of the speakers on an event that they're projected to have about 5,000 participants in online. And I'm like, oh my God, it's already shifting. It's already shifting. The universe is already responding to my call because that's how it works. But here's the big but, and it's a big, juicy, beautiful but. Are you ready? This is a but you're gonna like. The but is that I said no. (gasps) What? I did. Wait a minute. The universe gave you a blessing and you shoot it away and said no? No, that wasn't the blessing. The message wasn't for them to ask me and me say yes and get my ego stroked. The message was for me to know, one, that the universe is listening. God is listening. Number two, nothing trumps my intuition. I've heard Gabby Bernstein say, I'll take that or something better. And so it didn't feel aligned, congruent, solid, a whole body. Yes, it didn't feel that way. On paper, made total sense. But my intuition trumps everything for me. And yours should for you. I sat with it for a few days. And I actually, because I said a quick hell yes to them. Then I sat with it. I came back and said, you may not believe this, but I'm actually going to change my mind. I didn't defend. I didn't justify. And I didn't explain. However, I did give context because I love them. I said, I know you don't need an explanation. But I want to give you context because you'll find it interesting. Not because I need to, because you'll find it interesting. I gave them context. You know what I got back? We fully support your no. Fuck yes. We love your no. So support you in that. So celebrate you in that. Thank you for changing your mind. Those are the kind of friends you want to surround yourself with. And the reason I knew that it was the right answer is as soon as that happened, ah, total relief. No regret total relief. The third example is that I've been telling you ad nauseum about this book that I'm writing. I don't want to write a book because it's cool to write a book. I'm writing it for the right reasons. Trust me, I am certain of that. And I had to really, really figure out, am I not writing it because I'm afraid, I'm censoring myself, I'm holding back, et cetera, et cetera. What is the reason? Am I afraid of success? Because I think it'll be a great book. What I figured out was that if there's this much resistance to writing it, not just, oh, I don't want to push myself and it's hard and it's inconvenient. No, I mean like internal resistance, then it is not meant to be right now. 
And I had to grieve that a little bit. I had to grieve the embarrassment of that. I had to grieve the what was I thought was going to be when it came with the book. And on one of my walks recently, walking has been my favorite medicine lately. Oh my gosh, how have I not been walking? <laughs> I have no idea. I'm taking two, at least two walks a day, just brief, like 10 to 15 minute brief walks and building up to three. But anyway, on those walks and they're out in nature. So that's like, you know, church, it's amazing. And I'm out in nature and one of the things that came to me about this book was that, oh, the book is being written. It's just not on the timetable of the world. It's not on your timetable. It's being written. Thank you for allowing it to be written in its own time. And when you're ready, you're going to know you're ready. And you're just going to sit down and that you're going to write that mother effer quickly. Not that it has to be that way, but it will be that way. You've got some work to do. This recent shift in me that I just described regarding the guilt and the mom guilt and finally feeling like I'm finally stepping into me, me and nobody else, not apologizing, not just not editing, just truly being myself, no matter what that looks like, that part had to come before I could even think about writing the book. And that couldn't come until I looked internally more at the mom guilt and the guilt and the regret. Does that make sense? So what is your thing similar to the book? What is something that you could have said no to, but you didn't? What is something you want to say no to? What is something you want to change your mind on? Because it's not aligned and you said yes for the wrong reasons. Remember, just because you can doesn't mean you should. Just because something's going to make you money. I could make money so easily. I could do courses and do coaching and all these things. There's this whole like construct that people know how to build funnels and all this other stuff, but it's taking me away from my true purpose. What's my true purpose? Well, right now, my true purpose is loving myself and and doing this podcast and figuring out what I'm figuring out. Finally, being a present human being and being present in my own body, being a present and involved and attentive mother for the first time ever, being a present and attentive grandmother to my little three-year-old grandson really, really committing to and unlearning a lot of stuff so that I can learn what it's like to take care of my body, to move my body, to exercise with pleasure and to nourish my body in a healthy way. That's my purpose right now. And once I do that, I know that something else will be revealed, whether it's the book or not. So look at your life and ask yourself, what is out of alignment and am I willing to let it go? And whatever is out of alignment How did I attract that? What is in me in the crevices of me that is still hanging on to that? Because that's what's hooking it in. And am I willing to look at that? Shine love and light on it, not shame it, but figure out how to process that and move through it and get it out of me and heal it. Ask yourself what people in my life are out of alignment. What relationships, what conversations, What really isn't congruent with the highest version of me, my true self, my soul? Everything else is from the ego. And the ego will keep you eluded for a long time if you let it. What is out of alignment? What does not match my true purpose and my true self? What do I get to walk away from? What do I get to say no to? What do I get to shed? What do I get to let go and release? And the beauty on the other side of that is, I mean, I just can't even give words to it. 
knowing that I'm still not fully there, but the there I am experiencing is unbelievable. It's just unbelievable. Even little things, little things that sound so superficial, like I have this super fancy expensive watch and I've been really uncomfortable wearing it in public. I'm wondering what people will think, wondering what people would say, or does it make me look this way or does it make me superficial? Then I see someone else on Instagram, you know, wearing hers with pride, without apology. I'm like, what am I doing? Or like today, me taking my grandson to his little summer camp Montessori school with no bra on and the same sweatshirt and leggings that I slept in with my hair in a super messy, not even bun, a rat's nest and walking in there totally confidently, literally giving zero Fs, not try to be cool because I I literally didn't, I didn't. That's the kind of freedom I want for you. That's the kind of freedom I want for me. That's the kind of freedom I want for my children. I love you so much. I may not know you, but I do love you. I'm holding this vision for you so close to my heart. And I hope this podcast is one of the tools you use to get there, wherever there is. I'll talk to you next week. Love yourself. Breathe. Surrender. Surrender.